y'all so welcome to sparkle shine everything is fine i'm pretty excited because we're gonna finish season two in kind of a new way so i will <laughs> unveil that later but i still want to start with a little bit about you and this one was kind of inspired by my mom and i going out and driving around and it was <laughs> it was pretty dark because it gets it gets a lot darker <laughs> now pretty quick you you think it's like you think it's like midnight and it's only seven and you're like okay but we were driving around and uh, a lot of people are starting to put Christmas lights up and everything and there's some houses with them and some houses not but one thing that all the houses that had Christmas lights on them that they all had in common despite you know, there were some that had icicles, there were some that had a combo, there were some that were multicolored, there were some with blow-up, inflatable deals, and all kinds of different things. But one thing they all had in common was that because of how dark it was, it was easy to spot where there was light and where there was not. Like, you could, you could definitely differentiate between, okay, whose house had lights and whose house didn't. And I think, and I think that's kind of the same thing with us. In Matthew 5.14, it says that you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that can't be hidden. And I think in a world that is, it's pretty dark around here. You know, it's, you know, some, you look for light in which it's easy to find because it's so dark. But right now it's kind of a dark time in the world, but just like the Christmas lights, it's pretty easy because of the darkness to find true light. Like you don't, you can't confuse light with darkness. Like they're so, they're totally separate. I mean, even when God made day and night, he separated them. There's, there's not like a mix. Even, even at the beginning when the sun comes back up, you know, like it's not like, oh, it's kind of dark, it's kind of light. No, there's light coming up, so the darkness is gone. And I think the point I wanted to make with this <laughs> is right now we all have a light to shine because we have Jesus in our hearts. And if, if, we, if we get so caught up in thinking, well, I'm not multicolored, I'm not an icicle lighting, I'm not this I've only got one bulb burning right now you know it really doesn't matter because when you're in the dark all that matters is that you're shining that your light is there for someone to see that's that's really all that matters at this point but it really is like you just gotta shine and someone will some there are people out there looking for light right now and if you just do your part and just shine be kind serve, just be generous, loving, respectful, people are going to know it and like genuinely be it because there are a lot of people that act like they have light. I mean, even the enemy said, it says that he comes as an angel of light, but the way you test that is this light from God or not, <laughs> you know? It's like that one verse, they have a form of godliness, but lack the power. Because you can know a lot about God, but still 
maybe not know him necessarily. And I think that's the same thing with the light. You know, I think a lot of people are trying to run the light on their greatness, on their success, on all these things. And I think really the true light a lot of people are looking for is a light that is energized and electrified and illuminated by the Holy Spirit, by the Word of God, and by Jesus. So, and we've got that. So, we can shine. We don't have to <laughs> try too hard. It's really not that hard. Even a little flicker will get someone's attention at this point in our world. So, I just thought that was kind of a cool, different way to look at it. I thought it was something kind of fun. And just to remind you, I mean, that's kind of the name of the podcast, Sparkle Shine. Shine the way God made you to shine. You don't gotta, you don't have to try too hard (laughs) at this point. You just gotta shine a little bit. A little bit will go a long way. So I think we can go into prayer now. So Father, thank you for today. Thank you that you are the light of the world. I mean, the first thing you spoke was light be. You brought light to a pretty dark time. There, (laughs) earth was without void, I mean, it was without form, it was void, it was in complete darkness, and the first thing you did was establish light, and when we came from darkness, the first thing you did was establish light, and so we ask that you help us shine, we ask that you help us shine even when it's a little hard, and we thank you for this Christmas season and everything you're going to do, all the fun things and surprises that you're going to bring to our life. And we just pray that it be a blessing beyond what we've ever experienced before. We ask that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear you all around our life. In Jesus' name, amen. So, it's not going to be kingdom commentary. I mean, kind of, but not really. It's going to be... um more about Jesus because we are heading into the Christmas season I figured you know that's kind of the whole point about this I can tell you all day long about maybe how to fix this or do this in your life or but honestly if you don't have Jesus it's going to be kind of pointless so we're going to start with J this week and then we'll move on to E and then we'll go to S and then U and then S so for each letter I've picked a couple words that I think kind of represent and describe Jesus and you can think of some more too you know I mean we're all going to see Jesus kind of differently because he is a personal savior like he's the same but like we all kind of have different things we need him to be in our lives so the words I thought of today for Jay are justice joy jubilee just and jurisdiction and For me, I chose justice first because when I think of Jesus like injustice, justice is like it's finished, like it's final, like it's like a final word. It's like you can't get any better than justice. Like it is everything has been set right. Everything has been made right. There's no finishing touches. It's done. And, you know, Jesus, his last words before he died was it is finished he finished the work God set out for him to do and that was really to bring us justice based off of righteousness and because of what he did 
we're the righteousness of Christ. So now we can have true justice and know the God of justice. He wants to make things right. He doesn't want people to be trapped by sin or the, in the cycle of it. He wants to make all the things wrong in your life or, or the things that are crooked right. And I think that is true justice. And to, the fact to have justice based off of mercy as well. I mean, that is a whole nother level of just glory and grace. So I chose justice and then I chose joy and the joy of our joy of the Lord is our strength and joy is not it's not something you can buy. It's something produced inside of you by Holy Spirit. It's something produced by watering yourself in the word and spending time in the sunlight with Jesus even for like a few minutes a day. But joy is something that beyond your circumstances, it is always in season. You know, joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit, and it is always in season, especially this season. And then the next word I picked was jubilee, which is jubilee from what I know. It's like the 50th year was the year like captives were set free. You know, if you were in debt, the debt was paid. And because of what Jesus did for us, again, not just to give us justice, but to set us free to live life more abundantly, every single day we're living in Jubilee because Jesus, like it's like every single day, it's like the 50th year of something and you've got something to be set free from. You've got a debt that is paid for you. You've got something amazing to celebrate every single day because of what Jesus did for you. And then the next word I thought of was just. And I like this word because a lot of times, (laughs) I think I mentioned this before, but when you think of justice and you think of just, you don't necessarily think of what is happening (laughs) right now in our world. It's kind of like, you know, I think if we saw true justice, it would really just excite us because I think for so long we've seen things go one way or the other because of certain people in high places thinking they can get away with things thinking they can do this or do that because you know they have money or and people don't or they have this authority and we don't but I love that Jesus he his kingdom is outside of the kingdoms of this earth and it tramples every other kingdom and it's above it it's never going to be destroyed and even though there might be things going on on this earth we have a say in what goes on there's a verse in the bible that says let the redeemed say so and also that whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven So we have a say outside of what everyone else is saying about really what we want to see happen because we're kingdom people. We know what should be happening. We know that the widows should be taken care of. We know that the poor should be helped. We know that the oppressed and captives should be set free. And we speak that and we declare it and we align our actions with it. And that's really what Jesus has done ever since his time on earth. 
was he saw what should be done. He saw the heart of the Father and what needed to be done (laughs) to really bring him joy, bring his Father joy, bring his Father gladness. And that was through justice and being just, but just according to God's definition of it. Not based off of a religion, not based off of a set of deals you had to do to receive it. He set... He settled the score once and for all. There we go. There's an athletic term right there. He settled the score once and for all. No one's going to cheat and get away with it. No one's going to be wicked and try to do all this, all these things to you. No one's going to try to harm you and get away with it. It's just not going to happen because he's already set it in place that anything that happens to you whether it is the enemy or someone or whatever, like, it's it's not just going to go unnoticed, you know? Like, sometimes in our world, things go unnoticed, but with God, it does not go unnoticed. It gets recorded, and He's going to handle, He's going to handle it. I think there's one verse that God is our vindicator. He will vindicate us. He says, leave that to me. I know true justice and I don't want you settling for just a snappy remark or comeback or whatever. No, I'm going to make sure it's really good. So I thought that was a pretty, I, those are my favorite words right there. <laughs> and then the other word I thought of was jurisdiction. And it's the official power to make legal decisions and judgments. And to me, it also kind of reminds me of authority. Like Jesus, all authority on earth and in heaven has been given to him. We think we think the enemy has so much say in what goes on down here because we've given him so much say. We have the authority and the only reason the enemy can have authority is if we give it to him. And it's like, I well, I wouldn't give my authority to him like, if I knew it, yeah, that's right. It's why he's sneaky. He's always been sneaky. He's always been this, like, just really, I don't even know how to describe it, just really sneaky in how he goes about it. Because if he, if he told you a lie, just bluntly, you wouldn't believe him. But he takes the truth and he twists it so he'll confuse you. And when you're confused, you'll doubt. When you're doubting, you have insecurity. When you have insecurity, you don't have confidence. When you don't have confidence, you know, you just start to lose things bit by bit. Like, it just starts... The way he spiraled and twisted the truth is the spiral that you fall down like a slide into his trap. But because of Jesus, because we've got... (laughs) We've got not just the word of God, but we've got the authority to act on it and what it says and declare it and use it in our life. All these, we know that, hey, this is not just a religious theological debate. If the enemy's stealing something from us, we catch a thief and we, we demand it back. If the enemy is trying to bring sickness on us, if he's trying to bring all this stuff, or maybe we open the door, we can close that door, and we can say no, but to go with that verse, I think it is Proverbs 6, 31, 
that if it if a thief be caught he has to pay back seven times and i we want the seven times back right but in order to do that you have to catch the thief you can't bring a thief to court if he isn't caught you know what the punishment will be you know what you know probably you can kind of guesstimate what like the punishment would be but you won't know the total to pay back if you don't catch a thief like if you don't even know you're being stolen from which is what the enemy's purpose is is to steal kill and destroy you're not going to know to catch a thief so you're never going to get what you was stolen back and that's what i liked about the word jurisdiction for jesus because he has all jurisdiction he has all authority. I mean, God is the judge. He has the courts of heaven set up. And you can come to the courts of heaven, right? And petition him, like it says, be praying, giving thanks, and petitions, right? And that's a part of God that I think we don't think about too much, but because it's not, it doesn't sound very religious. It doesn't sound very like, Uh, I don't know. It just, it sounds too simple. It sounds too real, but it is real. All the things we see on earth are just kind of like a glimpse of what is in heaven. So for God to have a court, I mean, that makes sense because like it, it's here too. If it, you know what I mean? So to think of God as the judge and of justice and jurisdiction and just to me I think that is like almost like a foundation of who Jesus is because before this before we receive Jesus as our savior I mean we're condemned we're born with sin like nobody can take it away except Jesus only he can bring justice to your situation only he can bring joy in your life and only he can bring you that jubilee that freedom from the debt of sin not i mean you may be in debt with money but you're all you know <laughs> uh, here's a here's a little extra boost if you are in debt you know think about this you were once in debt to sin but jesus paid for your sins so if he can pay for your sins, which is the greatest debt anyone can have, he can definitely pay for any debt that you have anywhere else. I just thought I'd throw that in there. But God also, through Jesus, brings us this just, you know, this justness, this authority that whatever is going on in your life, if you belong to Jesus, if God is your father and Holy Spirit is living inside of you, Like, you have every right to speak up. You have every right to use God's word with the authority that that has been given to you to, to make your life the way Jesus intended it, to live your life the way Jesus intended it. You don't have to make it like that. You just have to receive what Jesus already made it as and wants you and desires you to live in. And there's going to be resistance. I mean... Like I always say, like I'm going through this right now. There's going to be resistance in what you're doing by the enemy. But I mean, 
he tried to resist God and look how well that worked out for him. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not going to end well for him. <laughs> He's never going to win. He, I mean, it's like, here's another athletic reference. It's like you're facing that team. Okay. And you know, you're better than them. I'm just saying, you know it, like this isn't a religious concept, but like, you know, you're better than them. Okay. I can <laughs> I already have a team in my mind and they think they're going to win. And you know they're not going to win. I mean, like, you just, there's just something in your bones that tells you, no, that is not happening today. Like, we may have lost to this or them, but you're not beating us. And that's really how we should be with the enemy. I mean, he thinks he's a winner, but that, that just makes him even more of a loser. Like, you get my point? Like, you know he's not going to win. It's already been prophesied. It's already been written down. In the word of God, he's not going to win. Even when he thinks he's winning, it's really a setup for him to lose. That's how much of a loser he really is. And we know, just like that team, like, no, we're going to win this thing. I mean, it's like coming into a game and the scoreboard already has your victory on it and like, you know, you have that kind of confidence. Like, it's like, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do what God called me to do. And I'm not going to worry about the scoreboard because um, we're going to win. It's not over till I win. We're going to go as many innings as it takes. We're going to go as many sets, many quarters, as many, like, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of more ways to measure time in sports. You're going to go as many whatever it takes for you to win and receive the victory that Jesus already paid for you. Like, how's that for justice? How is that for joy and jubilee? How is that? Like, that's what we've got now. And I think it was, it was in Amos 5.24. Instead, I want to see a mighty flood of justice, an endless river of righteous living. And that justice is a joy to the godly, but it terrifies evildoers. Proverbs 21, 15. Justice freaks the enemy out. Justice freaks anyone that follows the enemy and is wicked. It freaks them out because justice they know comes from God true justice. It comes from the, it, the, the decisions you have to make to really bring about justice requires righteousness, which you can only get through Jesus Christ. And to get that wisdom to go along with righteousness, you can only get from the fear of the Lord. And if you're afraid of something that comes from the Lord, like justice, you're probably not fearing the Lord, if that makes sense. Like, there's so many things that have to line up for this to happen that, honestly, in a human's own strength, they cannot get it done. Like, it's, without Jesus, without God, without Holy Spirit, it, you're just not going to find it. You're probably going to be scared of it, to be quite honest with you. But that's kind of the whole point. I wanted to make with a lot of what we're going to be talking about the next few episodes is to just point back to Jesus and what he's already done and who he who he is like he didn't stop being um just he didn't stop being 
the Prince of Peace. He didn't stop being the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He didn't stop being your friend. He didn't stop just because he's in heaven. He's also with you right now. And sometimes it's hard to be like, how does that make any sense? But it requires faith. It requires you to look past what you actually see. I'm pretty sure it was, it was Moses in Hebrews. And it talks about he fixed his eyes on the one who was invisible. It's like, what? How do you even do that? Well, you have to do it by faith. Like we talked about, I'm pretty sure in the very first episode, like you have to put your faith glasses on because all the promises you're believing for and declaring and praying for, they're there. They're they're beyond what you can see, but just because you can't see them doesn't mean it's there. Just because you can't see, you know, if we're going to, put it in a little more terms to kind of understand a little better. If you're talking to someone on the phone, just because you don't see them doesn't mean you're there. Or if you're not even near someone, doesn't mean they don't exist just because you're not near them. You know, just because they're not in a place where you can see doesn't mean they don't exist. You know what I mean? I feel like it's the same concept with God. It's kind of like you may be in one room, And a person you know is in another room. You can't see them, but you know they they still exist, even if you don't see them. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing with God. Like, we don't necessarily see him, although he reveals himself in different ways to all of us. Kind of like, you know, sometimes if you're watching a movie, you'll be like, hey, this kind of has another message, like, that's, that could be God talking to you, or a song, or maybe you're looking at some artwork and, you know, it just kind of speaks to you. Could be God. Or you hear something, or you see numbers, or you, like, or you just look outside at the sky and you're like, wow, someone had to make that, <laughs> you know? Like, there's little things he does to reveal himself, but the point I want to make, and I think, I don't know why we're going this route, but this is where we're going, is maybe the things you've been believing for, that justice you've been believing for, that that joy, you know, that joy right now. Sometimes the holidays, it can seem like your joy is like tested in a way. That joy that you're wanting, that jubilee, that just, that, that jurisdiction, that authority that you you believe you have, but you don't necessarily see it If you don't see it, it doesn't mean you don't have it. It just means you can't see it. That's all it means. It doesn't mean it's not working for you. It doesn't mean it's not on the way. You know, it just means right now you're going to have to use faith to bridge the gap between what you can see and what you can't see. Because faith is actually the evidence of things you can't see. Like, it's not this, like, oh, I see it, so I've got faith. No, that's completely the opposite. Like, no, it's, I mean, it's it's the opposite. <laughs> but bottom line, I hope that helps someone. If you're looking for justice, if you're looking for joy, if you're looking for jubilee, just jurisdiction you're looking for someone that has that you feel like 
everyone has been kind of letting you down or maybe people you thought you could trust have kind of let you down in one way or the other. Don't worry about it. Because you've got someone right now that maybe <laughs> you may be transitioning out of one season into another. You know, sometimes you're going to have friends and people in your life only for a season. Not necessarily forever. Like they may, like they may have been there for a little bit to get you through something or you needed something. Or maybe you were just depositing something into them. You're kind of helping their character but they may not, <laughs> your friends are probably going to change throughout your life. All right. Family, you kind of have to stick with. All right. But your friends and like your teachers, like they're going to change. You're not always going to have certain people in your life at certain in different seasons. But regardless of who's in your life or who isn't, if you've got a million friends or no friends, you can definitely have someone that has justice, has joy, jubilee, just, jurisdiction. They have all this. They are this. And it's found in Jesus. So, that is... The first episode I wanted to start with. I had all these other verses <laughs> um, written down. But I think what was said was kind of what needed to be said. So I will go into prayer now. So Jesus, thank you. that. I mean, I could come up with a million more words. I mean, there's not enough words in the English dictionary to describe you but I think just it says righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne like they're written down they really are and so knowing that thank you that that is the foundation for what is to come and come to pass in our life it is filtered through your justice it is filtered through your righteousness, and that whatever we go through, no matter what happens, no matter what season we're in, no matter how many times we fall, we know that our life is filtered. It is built and it is surrounded by your justice and by your righteousness. And I thank you so much for this. I thank you for all that you do for me and all that you do for us. And we just praise you and we honor you. And we ask that you would be everything you want to be in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the start of Hanukkah this week, which, you know, we're not Jewish. But a lot of times when you look back through, like, Jewish feasts, I mean, you can see Jesus all through them. And really, Jesus is that light in any season and uh there's that <laughs> but we're co we're coming into Christmas pretty quick so I just thought I would leave y'all with this episode and I just pray y'all have a great holiday season that maybe things you've been believing for would really really start coming to pass for you so I love you 
keep shining. Shine your light, not someone else's. Just be the light bulb you are and shine. So, bye.